And I like that you talked about the death thing because I do believe that, okay, so we were created to have children in marriage, right? So right. marriage was part of co co-creation, procreation. Right. And uh, right, so he, he obviously had to solve the sin problem with the wages of it being death, the fact that now we're gonna die, right. marriage becomes the gateway <laughs> to right. more humans, right? right. right. With right. his blessing and his covenant. Mm -hmm. But actually, that's something that's a, probably an off topic for mothers and daughters to contemplate, but yeah. sexual intimacy, right? Like yeah. that's one of the big ones that I think people, when they're married, they're like, well, what are you talking about? Heaven's not gonna have sex, right? right. But the deal with that, and this is really beautiful, is that C.S. Lewis wrote a book on miracles mm. and he made the most adorable analogy. And he basically said this, he was just like, listen, it comes the time in the life where there's this little boy and it's, you gotta explain the birds and the bees. It's the right. Time is now, right? right? And so you explain it, and the kid's like, okay, but are we eating candy while this is going down or yeah. what? Because in his brain, <laughs> yeah. candy is like the coolest, the funnest, most yeah. pleasurable experience he's ever had. Right. And you're like, no, we don't eat candy, candy. while we're doing this. <laughs> well, why not? And it's like, because you have something better. And that's yeah. what he akins what our relationship in the presence of the Lord and what our, our resurrected bodies will be like. Like it's yeah. a non Again, like Jesus with the Sadducees is like, right. it's a non-answer. Like there's yeah. no lack of that. But yeah. I thought that was so cute. No, but yeah. it's cute. And mm -hmm. also God, in my mind, he's not a God to um, give you a curveball and give you less. He's a more in abundance. And mm -hmm. so whatever it's going to be, I have to believe it's more than what we have in this life, yes. than what we understand, right? He's not going to give us less. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't and, believe and he's going to We can't imagine. I, we no. just cannot. My, my little mind well, cannot comprehend <laughs> the, the vastness and how wonderful it's going to be in, in heaven. Right. Maybe in Revelation. So this was my big because yeah. this came to me and I, I couldn't believe it was one of the last things that hit me after dwelling on this for seven days. Christ is the bridegroom. Amen. Hello, that terminology is literally used yeah, in Revelation, yeah. which we get a vision of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And we know this, we say this all the time, Christ our bridegroom, but we're sitting here trying to hold on to earthly marriage. Right. We're almost saying, I don't want to make space for you, Jesus, as my bridegroom. bridegroom. Wow. Yeah. wow. I couldn't believe that that didn't dawn on me in the very beginning. And so through his salvation, through his redemption, which he does for us here on earth, fixing all the broken pieces. And then he's standing in line telling you, I am your eternal bridegroom. And we're like, hold on, wait, I don't want to yeah. let go of Joe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love you, Joe, but you know, that's yeah. crazy yeah. because it's like you said, it doesn't mean that Joe's not going to be there with me. It doesn't right. mean that we won't have relationship that's or right. intimacy in the sense that's of right. intimate relationship, not talking sexual, just, you know, intimacy, everything that right. we, or that we're going to forget necessarily the no. past, Agreed. right? or that we can dwell together. That's it doesn't right. say we're gonna have separate houses necessarily. No, so it you don't lose anything. You mm -hmm. gain the eternal bridegroom, which is yeah. Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. who is God. Yeah. And that to me is insane. When I was, I was literally like, why was that the last thing to come to my brain? Because you know? that's what it's gonna be. Because I was stuck yeah. in that earthly marriage concept. Right. Well, yeah. and I think that point brings it back to, again, the Garden of Eden, how God intended it, one flesh. You can be married. Christ then, you know what I mean, was yeah. the center and he wanted the relationship and he always wants us to be, him to be the center of our lives. Yeah. But that doesn't take away partnership. That's how mm -hmm. I see it. I, I think sure. of marriage more of like a unit, you know. God made male and female. You wouldn't buy a pair of shoes and just buy one. You need <laughs> right? the right shoe and the left shoe, you know. He made us both for a purpose. And I think in, even in the beyond, you know, in glory, 
it, it'll be different than here, but we're still going to be together. You know, we're not going to lose who we are, and I think it'll be even better. It'll be more back to what it was intended to be, and we don't we don't really fathom that because we weren't there, right? Yep. That's right. <laughs> I love that you brought that up. And you had Ephesians 5, but what you're pointing on is literally that marriage is also what Paul uses as a um, symbol for Christ and his church, yeah, right? So right. how many times does he talk about it? We talked about Ephesians 5 in a previous episode yeah. when we were yeah. talking mm-hmm. about wives submit to your husbands, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. he does lay out a whole section yeah. for instructions on Christian households. But at the end of it, he says, this is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you must also love his wife as he loves himself. So he goes through this whole laundry list of husbands, wives, this and that. And this guy's never even been married. And he's like, oh, but by the way, I'm talking about Christ in the church. I'm not even talking about you per se. And so in that sense, like marriage was designed by God as a picture of the bond of Christ to his church, Mm -hmm. which is perfect, perfect. you know, and then he as our bridegroom. What? You know, that's insane when you think about it that way. And you're trying to pale in comparison. I don't want to let go of my earthly marriage. You know, it's so much bigger than that. your kingdom come, your will be done. But wait, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. So um, have you guys read the part in Revelation? Because it's pretty awesome. It's awesome. So then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder crying out, hallelujah for the Lord our God, the almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give him the glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, write this blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the lamb and he said to me these are the true words of God and then he saw the new heaven and the new earth so it's looking like a a wedding and it's looking like we are the bride and that is why they say keep your oil ready right and and never never fall asleep on that because what happened in that story with the parable of the like one of them didn't have their oil she was like hold on and they're basically saying like the party's starting and you're gonna get shut out if you're not prepared in the righteousness right the righteous Mm -hmm. deeds of the saints right so that's pretty awesome. And it says that the first heaven and the first earth passed away. There was no more sea, which I like to surf, so I have theories. But anyway, <laughs> and I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. So there, New Jerusalem is also prepared as a bride. You see the yes. bride coming in bride so many times. Yeah. It's not that there's a lack of marriage. It's that marriage is going to transform into something that is so transcendent from what our earthly marriage Amen. covenant looks like. Amen. And so transcendent between just man and, and woman. You know, it's right. going to be God, New Jerusalem, his kingdom, his that's children. Right. Like, yeah, right. it is so much greater yes, what's yeah. coming. Amen. Yeah. Had to share that. I know no, it was a little awesome. long. But. No, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Well, in Hebrews, uh, there's uh, the concluding verse in Hebrews in chapter 13, it talks about giving honor to marriage Mm -hmm. and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Mm -hmm. But that goes back to, you know, the whole chapter in, in Corinthians, it talks about sex. It talks about sex in the Bible. Oh my gosh. Have you read the Song of Solomon? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yes. But I also think marriage to God, you know, because like you said, we didn't, we don't know if Adam and Eve, that there was a ceremony, right? No. And so afterwards it really came into play because of the sin, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. adultery and, and it was part of the 10 commandments. But I, 
before that, you know, they, they were doing like whatever they wanted to do. It got so crazy and got out of hand. I feel like the Ten Commandments in, in general, it was like atonement for all yeah. the sins that God was like disgusted with. Mm -hmm. And because of the sexual sin, he made marriage between one man and one woman because we know they were taking a lot of wives. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't, and that was the time. Mm -hmm. I understand that was... It was Some actually it was permitted Jewish in the Deuteronomy yeah, law. Like, it was. It if you was, want to take a second life, you yeah. can't cut her money in half because they had <laughs> right. to give like a. Di <laughs> yeah. There was like a marriage. And yeah, there was yeah. difference between wives and concubines, <laughs> yeah. which I didn't realize until recently. I'm like, what's the difference, you know? Uh, but that my point is that God had to put that in place because if not, yeah. it was like a free for all. It was. It, it was a free for all. I got out of hand, <laughs> yeah. and that was displeasing to God. Mm -hmm. It was know? a solution to chaos, but there's no chaos. In, no. in the resurrected, right. the new kingdom, in our no, resurrected right. bodies. There's no sin. I want to beg to say there's probably none in heaven either, but <laughs> again, but, we're disembodied spirits there. So, you know, right. that's interesting that there's no talk of what actually goes on in heaven when it comes to marriage. It's only in the resurrection. That's right. And I know, think people miss that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we think, oh, we get the resurrected bodies and then it's heaven. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's, well, there's, even there's like there's when loved ones pass on, like yeah. I'm always like, oh, grandma finally went to join grandpa, but it's like, did she? Like, did she maybe ask? they're like floating around in the throne room or whatever, right? right? But the match, the kingdom, the new kingdom, is where the resurrected bodies and when we'll actually physically dwell in New Jerusalem. Yeah. And you know, there's no temple there. There's also no sun. They say that, right? There's no yeah. temple because Jesus Christ himself is the temple, the living right. temple. Right. So, I mean, it's just something we can't even really comprehend. comprehend. No. But you no. could read Revelation for the rest of your life and never really no. grasp what, no. what is being said. And I like it in John, Jesus said, if I had told you about earthly things and you do not believe me, how will you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? Yeah. There was so much that people didn't believe and we still don't grasp. Right. Right. It wouldn't have mattered for him to tell us about the heavenly stuff because it probably would have <laughs> just went over our heads anyways or we would have gotten <laughs> off and what do you mean by this? Yeah. What do you mean by this? Yeah. Right. He left us with just enough information to like I say, get to heaven. No, that's what it feels like sometimes, <laughs> pretty much. No, walk in victory in this life. Amen. Because there he did you. give us dominion over this earth that's in, the, right. in the beginning over the animals and in this earth in general. We have mm -hmm. dominion over it. You know, yeah. that was the intention. So I look at the Bible as it's to have that dominion that mm -hmm. he gave us and the afterlife and heaven and the new Jerusalem. We're left to wonder. <laughs> right. Amen. And it shouldn't become a source of um, obsession because just no. how people can become guilty of idolizing angels or worshiping angels and they, they yeah. guard heavy against that. Yeah. Like, I think people get so hung up on heaven, right, they that they're not concerned with the righteous deeds of the saints on earth yeah. that is your right. fresh linens when he invites you to that supper, right, right, for the right. marriage of the Lamb. So. Yeah. I think keeping our focus, like, you know, what you wrote in Hebrews is good. We're not supposed to just throw the baby out with the bathwater. So I'm going to go home and be like, sorry, hubs. This yeah, is no, over. no. Really done trying. No. <laughs> like, we're not saying that, right? No. Um, because there is value in marriage on earth. And I know a lot of people also ask that question when they contemplate this. They're like, well, if my marriage isn't forever, then what's the point of me doing this here? And it's like, well, we just answered all of that, right? Procreation, the covenant, the blessing, all of that stuff. Well, no, and it's actually a command because oh. it, it says in... First Corinthians chapter seven, verse 10. Now for those who are married, I have a command that comes not from me, but from the Lord. A wife was, must not leave her husband, but if she does leave him, let her remain single or else go back to him. And the husband must not leave his wife. Mm. 
That's a command, not from, it says from the Lord and it's backed yeah. up um, in, and there's other scriptures to back it up. But then he says, now I'll speak to the rest of you. Though I do not have a direct command from the Lord, if a Christian man has a wife who's an unbeliever and she's willing to continue living with him, he must not leave her. Mm -hmm. And if a Christian woman has a husband who is an unbeliever and he is willing to continue living with her, she must not leave him. For the Christian wife brings holiness to her marriage, and the Christian husband brings holiness to his marriage. Otherwise, your children would not have a godly influence. But now they are set apart for him. But if the husband or wife who isn't a Christian insists on leaving, let them go. In such case, the Christian husband or wife is not required to stay with them, yeah. for the God wants his children to live, live in peace. Your wives, remember, your husbands might be converted because of you. Mm -hmm. And your husbands must remember that your wives might be converted because of you. And finally, and this is the last thing I'm going to read, verse 17, you must accept whatever situation the Lord has put you in mm -hmm. and continue on as you were, as when God first called you. This is my rule for all the churches, too. So he talks to the single, he talks to those that are married to unbelievers. You know, that's why if you're not married and you know, you're contemplating getting married and you think you're going to change that guy, <laughs> don't do it. No, um, you know, we pray for them, but that talks about being un unequally yoked, you know, and yeah, you know, sometimes marriage, you think, oh, this is my soulmate. I don't, you really need to pray, <laughs> pray yeah. and ask God, you know. Yeah. Audrey, you had a little story about when you were getting married 10 years ago that yeah. the Lord gave you a word. It was actually shortly after, because to that point, you know, you can marry the right person. Sometimes I think the devil will come against you even more when it is right, because we look at divorce rate in church, and I was thinking about that last night. And you know, I think a lot of them maybe were meant to be together, but they allowed Satan in and tore the marriage apart, you know, because you're going to have to fight, I think, sometimes harder when you're in the will of God yeah. than when you're out of the will of God. And we think we get married, we're doing the right thing, that everything's going to be good, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not always mm -hmm. the case. I think you have to be on guard that, hey, I'm probably going to have to fight more, especially if this is something God intended to be, right? Mm -hmm. if, God, mm -hmm. if God intended it to be. And it was about almost 10 years, well, nine years ago. It was shortly after we had gotten married and we got a curveball thrown, I feel like right off the bat. And I was like, God, I knew, I felt this was the man that, you know, you had for me. And I was really struggling with that because things just, I said, I must have made a mistake. Literally is what I said. I must have been wrong. I didn't hear what I thought you said. And we were in church and it was a Holy Spirit, you know, led service and, um, pastor called me called me out and he said you know you stepped out in some things that you felt God wanted you to do and you've questioned those and he said but this is the man God had for for you before the beginning of time and I sat and I was like well I <laughs> guess this is where I'm supposed to be <laughs> wow. but what that hit me actually I forgot about it till last night when we were talking about marriage and heaven and I thought you know God how arrogant would I be to sit and say, well, I'm not going to be with Rob in heaven. Or If you've called and ordained something before you created, because God talks about before he created the heavens and the earth, right? Yes. So yes. He, and he talks about it. And right. it's actually, it's in Ephesians 1, 4, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. So he, he chose us before the creation. If you chose, this is my oneness, right? Because mm -hmm. I always go back to God sees us as one. Mm -hmm. Who am I to say that that's not going to be 
in the eternal glory. That's right. You know? And it's in, and I have it here, but I can't find my scriptures today. <laughs> but it, it says, what God has joined together, let no man separate, right? Mm -hmm. And so who are we to say? Like, if God's joined this and God predestined this to be, we really can't say that that's just going to be gone or what it's going to be. And I don't want to be the one to say that because that feels like arrogant to put God in a box to say it's not going right. to continue on, right? Yeah. In a form of like a relationship. A relationship, right. yeah. hundred percent. Because we're going to be married to the Lamb. That's right. That's right. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's the better marriage. But right. you know what? The relationship part of it, our relationships now are imperfect. They will be perfected is what yeah. I, I believe. It's There's a, nothing you're going to want to have to forgive, forget, let go. Right. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you made a good statement. Sometimes we do have to fight for our marriage. We do. Because we the devil to. wants to yeah. destroy. Yes, he does. His, his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And he starts first in the family. Yeah, he does. And, you know, a lot of times people do. They just give up. They're like, this is too hard. I'm not going to do this. I don't want to fight anymore. I'm, you know, I want to, I want to live in peace, but, you know, we have to fight and, yeah, and, and persevere and push through yeah, we do. and forgive. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah, many times? Does. What does he say? <laughs> More than I want to say I have to in a day. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but it's worth it. It's all worth it. I'm, I'm so grateful and thankful, you know, that, that God put my husband in my life, you know, yeah. that I just can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't, I wouldn't yeah. have you or any yeah. of my other children yeah. or my wonderful grandchildren, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes his, his ways are not our ways, you know, That's so right. it's, it's just like being open and to really clearly hearing your, his voice. You know, I mm -hmm. pray every day to hear his voice and obey what to do, what not to do. And that's a beautiful yeah. way of looking at your husband, because if this is a symbol, right, of our relationship with God or with Christ, then really looking at my husband as someone who knows all of my faults, like has seen me at my worst and still chooses to love me. Like that's Christ for the sinner, right? right. He knows the worst sinner yeah. Yeah. before they were created still chose to go to the to the cross for them right. and loves them anyway okay. and so I think that that's something really beautiful that we should identify in our spouses right because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's an honor it is an honor to have that person that would love you in spite of yourself sometimes yeah. no for sure only God can do it perfectly of course yeah. right and I think that when the scripture talks about um, the husband being the head Mm -hmm. You know, and as Christ is the head of the church, mm -hmm. it's that symbolic in that, do you trust him? Mm -hmm. You know, like, do you, do you trust your husband to make good decisions for your family? Do you trust God with yeah. your life? And that's symbolic in, in that way, you mm -hmm. know, too. And, and it all goes back to like, and I say it over and over, but that oneness, you know, and when we think about one flesh, you guys are helping. He made us to be a helpmate, right? You know, and but I think it's like in unity to see the the representation of the relationship between Christ and His church and the love that He has. Amen. You know? mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs>